welcome to the Bill Cartwright Show with our special guest, Oak Grove alumni, Morris Bell. Morris, welcome to the show. Thank you. Now, this is what I want to do. I just want to start with um, everybody to get to know you really quickly. So talk about where you grew up and talk a little bit about mom and dad. I grew up in uh, Sacramento, uh, basically on the Florin area. Did a school in El Grove. My dad, uh, he worked for Aerojet as an engineer. Mom was a nurse uh, for Sutter General. From there, you know, uh, they wanted me to play basketball. And, uh, that wasn't my thing. I was a motocrosser. <laughs> that's what I wanted. You were a motocrosser? Racer. That's what I wanted to do. I wanted to ride motorcycles. <laughs> I I did not know that. Yeah, there's a lot of things you probably didn't know. <laughs> um, so my dad put a basketball on, on my pillow when I was in eighth grade. And he said, you are going to play basketball. So then I played basketball in ninth grade. Really didn't play, but I was on the team. Uh, and then from there, I I found out I actually liked basketball, and, uh, and that's when I met uh, Coach Op. And he actually ran me around, and me and uh, the other uh, players. Uh, and I found out that, that I was pretty good, but I just didn't have the hands. And then that'll go back to when I was young. I liked baseball when I was seven and eight. Until my uncle, uh, Uncle Bill, he uh, threw a curveball to me. About, I would say it probably was about 80 miles an hour and hit cried and cried. And I found out like 25 years later, he was a professional left-handed baseball pitcher back in the Black League. They put him in the Hall of Fame in, in uh, Kansas. Uh, so then I, I was really like, scared trying to catch him. You know, basketball is a lot bigger than baseball, but I still couldn't catch him. I could run out there and be out in front. And everybody in the stands is laughing because I couldn't catch the ball. <laughs> so, um, but from there, I started to like the game of, of basketball. Didn't really have uh, that much um, prior uh, basketball training because we only played that that one year, you know, the sophomore year, the ninth grade. I didn't really do anything uh, from there. Uh, just happened to. We are on a basketball team that was very talented and had a lot of other players that were good. <laughs> so, um, so what did you learn the most from Coach Op? What was the hardest thing to learn? Because it was it had to be new with all the running and, you know, physical play and learning different positions. What was the hardest thing to do? Well, for me, I didn't understand basketball at all, you know, our, our ninth grade year and, um, Mike would probably say the same thing as our coach there. You know, he gave us a basketball on the little where you put the air in the basketball and told her to put our finger on there and shoot your free throws there. You'll make it every time. You know, so I didn't give too much credit for the ninth grade. But uh, Coach Hoppy, I mean, he took he took us from, you know, step one. I, I needed everything because I, I never played basketball. So I, I needed to know what leg you jumped off of, and, you know, everything. You know. I always could jump, and I, and I didn't really get tired of running. Those are the two things uh, that I never get tired. Even today, I, I still don't. I, mean, I, I can't run like I used to, but, <laughs> you know, but I um, learned a lot from him. Basically, from from off, there's a lot of discipline. You know, we're trying to play as a team. 
and he was, you know, he's trying to develop us. And you got different players because I got I got players coming coming in that I never even seen before. You know, you got players coming from Kerr, and I'm I'm from Rudder. You know, uh, I think Mike actually went to our school. But other than him and Bill Langston, I didn't know anybody else that was on the team. So I kind of was familiar with them. Everybody else was, you know, doing you're trying to play their style of game. You're trying to you're trying to fit in and not really knowing how to play the game of basketball. You know, I, I didn't know. So talk about the differences now between Coach Op and now you got a new coach with Dan Risley, which had to be a bit challenging. It was totally, it was, yeah. Coach uh, Risley, he was hard. <laughs> he, he was, you know, he's, he had his ways on how he was going to run that team. It's going to rugby ran that way. He didn't like it. <laughs> You know, like he sent us in, a, in the locker room a lot of times because we wasn't running the way he wanted to run. We had to get adjusted to that. But basically what he was doing, we're all young, and he was he was training us to be uh, – he could put us out there and he could count on us to do what he what he wants. Man, we're not going to do it our way. You know, like today's game, those guys do it the way they want to do it. There we we knew if, we're, if I'm playing low post, that's where I'm playing low post. I ain't going out high post. I'm not going out to the, to the wing and shoot the ball. I'm shooting down – low and it's our our plays he made sure that we were disciplined we followed those uh uh what he what he taught us which in life that that helped a lot too learning those but he was hard <laughs> yeah those practices were a bit long they were a bit hard yeah and uh it was it was funny when you think back about it because we used to start practice actually like in the fifth or sixth period which whichever was the last period that's when practice will start. So we have to go out and shoot. So those practices ended up being three hours long. Yeah, it started, it started right after March. <laughs> you know, but our summers uh, was basically basketball. We, you know, we would go home. We, I think we came back. It, it was like later in the evening on, on, in, the, in the summer months, wasn't it? We were like there was about five, six o'clock in, in later in, in the day. Yeah. Yeah, it was. The, the What I remember most is that um, as soon as we went in that gym, of course, it was daytime. We come out, it was always dark. And, and I, I still remember if we did have Saturday practices, I was happy after practice because finally when we left the gym, it was it was it was sunlight outside. We had some, <laughs> yeah. some day left. Now, now, talk about your senior year. Did you – how was that experience for you? Because, you know, it was really hard. It was trying. We did get an opportunity to go to Texas. Yeah, we went to Texas. Uh, well, basically, we, before we got to Texas, uh, we played um, Edison. I had to deal with Edison because my cousin played on Edison. <laughs> oh, I did not know that. Yes, his name was Larry. He played on Edison, and we got beat. And I, I, if I go, if I talk to him today, I still got to hear that. You know how they broke our string. You know, so. yeah, they did. But um, we did. Um, I think we lost five games that year. But we did end up uh, in Oakland, yeah. winning the Northern California Championship. Talk about that. Talk about that experience. Like back where you were talking about uh, Texas, Texas was a total different style of basketball for us. You know, and, you know we got we got to kind of like 
Everybody tell we we got Rob. How do you, how do you how do you get traveling on the on the sidelines when the guys not giving you the, the refs not giving you the ball? You know, we gave we give like eight points away because they said we're traveling with out of, out of bounds play. You know, uh, so it wasn't meant for us. We were we were the winning that. That's it's not uh, that wasn't meant for us. I mean, so they wanted a big man. They wanted to see you there, but they wasn't letting us win. <laughs> that wasn't happening. Um, but the uh, Oakland TOC. That was pretty good, and there's a lot of talent there. Um, what I would have liked to see, other than the Oakland TOCs, we we did really good there. I wish they had like you know the you know the CIF, you know, where we could have played the teams from LA. So let's really see how good we were. It's just like you guys played the Bulls when uh, Jordan said you guys didn't know how far you could go before they broke that team up. And that's that's what I would like to feel us seeing how far we could go with the state. You know, if you played against some of those guys that uh, graduated, probably the same year you did when you went in the pros, that we would have ran up on, on them uh, for every day, I think it was. Uh, we'd have ran across some of those teams. And they had some pretty good players there, too. So. Um, well, actually, it was funny because David Greenwood's team at, at Bourbon Day, they ended up losing to Bill Lane Bears' team. So it would have been us against Bill A. Bears team. So um but at that point in time I was uh I was okay with the season being over. Because that was a long season. I was I was I was very, very pleased. Hey, talk about a little bit about Oak Grove High School. Did you enjoy your time there at Oak Grove High School? Just the school. The school was was good, but I don't know if I was really into the school part, and, uh, but the school itself, uh, getting you educated and stuff like that, they were good there. But I just wasn't my I, I, my mind wasn't there. I just you know I just went through the motions to get to you know be able to play basketball, and I went from there. And when I went to college, I didn't really I don't remember too much about high school. Just don't, don't remember too much about it. Yeah. Into basketball because most I, of our time was basketball. Yeah, I understand. We're we're goofy kids back then. We were just going through school. Um, you know, we didn't really have our own schedule. That was uh, really somebody else's, and we were just we were there to get through school, which is probably pretty normal. So then, now you've graduated. Um, uh, what were you thinking after you graduated from high school, and what did you do? Well. Before school was out, I like I went to uh, Fresno State uh, for a coach uh, Coach Carvajal. I still remember his name because we used to go to these camps at Jesuit High School. Remember during the, the summer? I'm, I'm losing you here. You're, oh, you're there we you went go. to <laughs> we went to Jesuit High School. How we used to go to those basketball camps during the summer? Yeah, and um, the the coach there, Coach Carvajal, me him. Work with me on a couple of things, and then uh, he called me when the season was over, when our basketball season was over, uh, for me to come and visit uh, Fresno State. But at that time, when I went to Fresno State, he and I uh, worked out there. It went good, but I had my mind committed that I was going to St. John's College in, in Winfield, Winfield, Kansas, and I just wanted out of California. And that's where I went. It was a JUCO league uh, college, um, so I went there. Stayed there for a year. 
Uh, now, let me ask you, why did you end up going? What drew you there? That's I don't know. It's, it's, it's really weird because I, I, I was practicing at Sac State. I was practicing at not Sac State, Sac City and Kasubas. And I was I knew I wasn't going to either one of them. I was just working out. But I for some reason, I wanted to get away from California. I wanted to I don't know. I just wanted to be out of California and I wanted to play basketball somewhere. And how I got to St. Uh, St. John's, it was through um, Tennessee Volunteers because that guy had been watching me. So he had me, that coach called me and I ended up going, going there. Now, they, there was a lot of players. There, there was uh, there was some five-star recruits there. When I got there, I said, where am I playing at? Because he was guard six, five and a half. Uh, he was a John Wesby. I still remember him. I'm saying, God, this, this guy, he's a guard. You know, got, we got 6'10 guys, you know. But I could, I, I really could still play basketball with everybody there. But they always wanted to know, even when I went to uh, Fresno State, they want to know what position I wanted to play. Do I want my back to the basket? Do I want to face the front? I didn't know because I always played the back. You know, I always played high post. If you was out, you know, I get to, you know, the ball would come to me. And stuff wasn't geared around, really geared around us because, you know, you, you were scoring 50 points a game. And, there ain't too many um, points left on that, you know. But uh, so when I got there, that's that's what they were. They were trying to position me into where could I play best at. But that's back again. I only played basketball for two years, so I was kind of like behind. And uh, I messed that up because I uh, my coach went to uh, Idaho, and uh, so I left. And John Wesby, which is my best friend, he went to, to Idaho. But they wanted me to work on a few of my grades. The grades were pretty, weren't very good because I got to do other things. But um, I ended up coming back here, and I said, okay, I'm going to probably go to Kasumas, you know, you know, play there and get the grades right, and I'll talk to him later. But then I ran across Harold Caldwell, and he wanted to go to the military and take a test. I said, so he called me. I said, okay, I'll go with you. We went on Franklin Boulevard on the corner of Stockton. They had all those recruiting offices. I went in with him. I started messing around. We went straight to the Army. We didn't go to the Air Force. We didn't go. We went straight to the Army. So I went there. And I was looking through these books, and he was doing his paperwork. And the next thing I know, I was doing paperwork. So the next thing I know, I went to the Sacramento Army Depot, and he went. I took the test. You know, this is supposed to be moral support. I passed the test. He didn't. Oh. Four days later, I'm in the military. I'm in South Carolina. I'm sitting here saying, okay, something's wrong here. I said, I'm leaving basketball, and now I'm in the military. So, I, you know, that's where my career for, for basketball it ended because I did that. Um, I went in the military, which, in my opinion, was probably the best because it gave me a lot of discipline. Um, Training-wise, I, I was in top shape, so the basic training was nothing. But then I get I get in Europe, and I happen to be on a post that was an all Europe. They had an all Europe basketball team. They got a post team. They got the all Europe team. So I walk in there, and this guy says, "Come on, let's go in the back." So he takes me to the back to this coach. He said, "Can you play basketball?" So I said, "Yeah, I'm coming off a scholarship, and I play. I thought I played with you." And so I worked out there, and um, I played basketball in Europe. My first three years it was great. Now where? Now where? Where in Europe were you? I was in uh. I, uh Heilbronn by Munich and Stuttgart. So 
Oh, very good. That was that was pretty good. <laughs> so, I'll, did you got did you guys play a lot of games, or what did you guys do? I saw we did play basketball. So the first, you know, the first three years of, of, the, of the military was good for me. It's when I got out and I decided I want to go back in, and I went to Fort Ord, and I found out that's what the military really was because <laughs> I wasn't playing ball, and I said this ain't for me. So I, you know, I did another three years, and I, I got off from there. So, so what did you do after you got out? Yeah, got out of work, you know, odd end job. You know, back in the in the seventies and eighties, jobs were hard to find. It's, it's not like here, you know, you, you do your service time. They didn't do us like, you know, they do people that do service. They didn't, you know, support us. And, you know, thank you for doing, you know, I, I put six years in the, in the military. I, I actually did six years, stopped the basketball career, and I did that. You know I mean, so six years of my life was was in the military. Um, but looking at it today, you know, the odd, odd end jobs that I had, you came to one of my jobs that I was a manager one time. You came into the rental appliance store on Florin Road back up. Uh, uh, this probably back in the 83 when you came in there. Uh, that guy taught me a lot about uh, sales, and he told me I could be a pretty good uh, business owner because I was dedicated and I was, uh, I was very stubborn and said, <laughs> I'm going to make it work. So um, I've done a lot of things like uh, where, where you're at in that area back in the uh, early 2000s in um, Dennis Court in uh, San Francisco and uh, um, it's one on Taylor Street. I put I Wi-Fi all I Wi-Fi hotels, and uh, I put repeaters all through hotels. I put a kiosk in there where you. This is back before you had a smartphone, so when you would walk through the airport and stuff like that, you'd open your laptop up and it would prompt you to pay money. That's what I did. I had in the hotel when you walk in the hotel, you pop the thing. They wanted you to pay money. Those were my systems that I put in, inside there. I learned this from a guy in Canada. I did that from. Uh, as I worked for the post office, I did that from uh, 2000 to 2007. And then I went into the DVD business, you know, like the Red Box. Yeah. I was a distributor for my own company for uh, what's called DVD kiosk uh, rentals. And I, now, now so let me ask you, why, why the post office? Why the change? Because my sister said I work many jobs. <laughs> she said you have two or three jobs. And, and she said, why don't you go to the work for the post office? No, my daddy worked for the post office too, and uh, before he went to the airport. So I said, okay. So I watched this paperwork. I took the test, and because you're in the military, uh, you get points. So I got extra points for it. like you get a hundred, you get you get five more points. So I did that. Ended up going in there, um, retired from them, uh, but that still wasn't my calling. That's I, sales was always my calling. Business was always my like I was working in the post office, and this is the time of building that new bridge crossing the bay. I'm trying to get to all my my, my uh, hotels I got stuff in, so I would leave my I, my post office shift was three to three to eleven. I would leave at eleven o'clock, go straight to San Francisco to collect my money because I had kiosks where you had to put dollar bills and stuff like that. Or so I was every every two days I was going there. Then I would get home. Drop my, my youngest daughter off to school. They the phone would ring and say, "Do you want overtime?" It's eleven o'clock. I said, "Okay, I'll be there." So I mean, I, I did a lot of work. <laughs> I did probably with the post office and that job. I did I did a lot of work. But like I said, if I didn't have the discipline from like the basketball 
the direction that, you know, Dan and uh, uh, Bob's, you know, got it in our brain. That's I probably wouldn't have been able to do all that. That's why I look back at basketball in high school. I got some pretty good direction. It was, I was, I was kind of out there. <laughs> now, now I, I get because you've had a lot of different jobs. I remember you, did you sell cars for a while? Yeah, you sold a car to your dad. Remember, man, you mean you talking about it? You trying to sell him a warranty? You told me to get him out of there? <laughs> yeah, but see, that's the, that's when I found out, like, I was really good uh, selling. And that's basically before I went to the post office. And I, I was really good at that, too. Uh, but, like, the day that, that's, that type of sales is not the same. I mean, we used to take you in there, and we would keep you in, in the car lot for five hours move you a dollar at a time. We're we're doing that to make all the customers that come in and take the business. It's all it was all like a game, but it was uh, I learned a lot from that too. So yes, I've I've been in that situation before. I'm not very <laughs> good at that. Yeah. So talk about the best job you ever had. If, if there is one job because you I mean you're 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 still doing stuff today. You're similar to um to my mind, because I, I can't stop either. So, talk about what you're doing now. Yeah. So my 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 best job is like what I have right now. Because the other jobs that I had, you know, being in the Wi-Fi, those were not long-term uh, jobs. They would last five years. They have like a five-year shelf life. Now you're trying to find another hustle. So I was always hustling, trying to find another hustle. So when I met you, went uh, in Chicago, I think it was 2014, I gave you a call and I said, hey, I'm, I'm working on something here. <laughs> and it just happened I wasn't too far away from it. And uh, so I had retired from the post office. So then I said, okay, because of what I was doing there and the mechanical background that I had, uh, all these things that I was doing, I said, okay, I'm going to go into the appliance repair business because it has longevity. You always got to have something that's repaired. So I went there, worked for uh, Sears for like, 12, 13 years. And I told you I had a plan. So then I opened my own company back in 2016. I'm doing uh, East Bay Appliance Repair since then. I mean, I got another employee. Uh, um, I'm like you. I I was telling my wife, I don't think I ever will stop working because I love this job. And when you love something, you don't, you don't stop. I mean, so I said, I got to stop loving this before I, you know, I actually stop, uh, you know, uh, working. But I'm still doing it. I mean, I'm going to be 66 next week or, or Saturday. I'm, and I'm still, I'm still only from uh, refrigerators, washer dryers, and, and, and fixing them. But it's something that I enjoy. I mean, post office was, is a job, taking money. That's not what I really want to do. It's just, it's a government job. It got me a pension, but, you know, not what I really want to do. Now, I do have an opportunity to have a time to visit with, uh, different uh, friends. Uh, you know, I've had a ton of teammates. Um, do you still stay in touch with anybody from uh, high school? Oh, Grove? You know, it's really sad. The uh, only way that I even know about anybody, like you had Bill up, Bill White's daughter. Everybody, I, I don't, I don't ever see them. And when, when I left high school, I, I left. I mean, because I actually left, you know, California, so I didn't see, but I see, I see Mike several times that uh, run across him. But the other player have no clue. I try to follow up on some of them, like I follow up on uh, Pat Hemmen. I follow up Pat Hemmen 
was a very good because I was always wondering about Pat because he's he's good he could pass that ball and I found <laughs> out he he was good in, in in college I didn't know that he he accomplished some some good you know good things for his his speed but I I didn't know that if it wasn't for the internet I would not have known that but talking to players other than you Mike and, and Terry that's that's probably about it. Yeah, luckily I, I I try to make a point to reach out to different guys and to see see how they're doing. But uh but it's not it's not easy because uh you know you're working, you're busy, you have a family, everybody does. So um maybe we can do that at one point in time. Speaking of family, talk about your family. Well, I got uh, two girls, one one is in uh Oliver's. Uh she worked for the post office a little bit, but she's not working for the house she went. Uh, she stays from home, take care of the kids. She's got like five kids. She's got a lot of, a lot of grandkids for <laughs> <laughs> one person. Uh, and my older daughter is, my younger daughter is probably, uh, Brittany's probably uh, just like me. She's hard. She's aggressive. She's uh, motivated. She's in L.A. She went to L.A. For, for college. She stayed in L.A. She runs a couple. She has a couple of businesses. She has, like me, she has too much stuff going on. But it's good because it, she self-sufficient and um, I taught them that way because when I'm not here I, I can't help them. You know, they, they gotta get their life uh like have it under their, con- their control she she does pretty good she has uh flips houses in uh Atlanta she's based here in, uh, in LA she, uh, she has social media she does all that that's what she went to school for nice well I won't let you get in trouble talk about your wife uh, I'm like 2000, I think it was 2013. I told you I, I got married in 2014. Everybody said, why? Because you know, I, I, I have been single since, uh, to what, uh, 19, 1987. It was a long time. So, um, very good person. Uh, uh How'd you ask me? Oh, uh, we went on match.com. Uh-huh. Yeah. So. And she said, kept on a match.com. She kept saying she wanted somebody that was, she, was, she lived in Hercules. So she wanted somebody that was in that area. And I was Sacramento. And she told me, she kept telling me she didn't want no high maintenance. She didn't want, uh, uh, she wanted somebody close. And it all clicked. Uh, she just retired last well, last year from the FDA. She was a federal investigator for the FDA. Uh, so once again, <laughs> I'm not you get in trouble. What's her name? Uh, Marsha. <laughs> just like my other my sister <laughs> well yeah so we're 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 good we're good i mean uh i can't ask for anything more i mean i'm i'm living good um i just don't play golf i don't do the other things that i used to do i spend so much time in this, this business like when i get off with you i get on this this is a saturday I mean, like i told you i get up early more it doesn't it doesn't matter but i don't know what i would do if I wasn't working. So no more golf for you because you were I a golf played, I, I, haven't, wow. I haven't played I haven't played golf since that day we went to that top gun. Remember we were high up and we were and you had the one friend that could hit the ball really far and you were doing some speaking. That was yeah. in Chicago, yeah. That's last time I bought some brand new clubs. I mean, if you see them today, they're still brand new. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know, I just I I you used to play a lot. I mean, I, I would play whenever before I started this business, uh, before I got married. I play every day. Uh, every day. Yeah, I know. I, I, know. I know. 
You were hitting golf balls with uh, with, with Donnie. It seemed like every day you were over there hitting balls. Yeah, and I haven't talked to Donnie and probably physically talked to him face-to-face in 10 years other than that um, little thing we had in uh, Sacramento. Yeah, I just saw Donnie. just saw him a couple days ago over at the driving range. I went over there finally. Yeah. I'm trying to get my body right. Uh, yeah. time and time. So I went over there, it's bossed, and there he is. He's over there. So he's still there in case you want to get back after it. Yeah. Not why I said I'm going to go out and uh, take some new lessons. I got, I got a little extra weight here, so I got to figure how to move this club a different way and stuff. <laughs> we all do. <laughs> so, uh, that, is, that is a nightmare. The last, yeah, thing, yeah. last thing I want to ask you, do you um, – I'm still a real – Sports guy, every sport. Now, do you are you still watching a lot of sports now, or what's what's like your hobby? What's what's the most fun thing you do? Well, I watch uh, a little basketball. You know, I have my teams that I that I like. Last soccer was probably doing good there, but that's always been my my team. I'm a, I'm a Warriors hater. Any team beat Warriors, I'm happy. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, I follow a little basketball. I think about basketball a lot because, like, uh, coaching in college, first thing he told me I should uh, think about being a coach, assistant coach. Now, my theory on coaching is when you can't play, that's when you coach. <laughs> and at that point, I still thought I was playing, you know. But uh, yeah, I, I watch a little bit of that. Most of the stuff I do is sports wise, not too much in there. I'm. I'm I spend so much time on, on what I this business right here. You know, it's like I said, it's a little bit more than I should. And that's why I told my wife that this year I am going to get back into golf, get get back into more of the uh, sports stuff that I like doing. Basketball, no. She don't. My wife actually thinks I can't play basketball. As we went to the carnival one time, you know those baskets that you shoot? Yeah. When they got too much air in the ball. Well, I shot the ball. It was kind of like windy, and I, and I, I shot an air ball. She said, you played basketball, you can't. You know, I, I told her, these games are not set for you to actually win. You know, you put all this air in this ball. You, you're, if you get it there, you're lucky. <laughs> so, yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Well, Morris, thank you so much for being on the show. Um, we got to spend some time together, dude, because uh, we're getting older. Um, maybe maybe we'll go go play around the golf. Maybe we'll grab Donnie. And, yeah, just let just let me know because like I make my schedule so I can you know I can schedule anywhere around. It's in Sacramento, like you say, you're going back and forth Sacramento and San Francisco, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, all the time, all the time. But great seeing you. Okay. Uh, thanks again for being on the show, and I'm looking right. forward to spending some time together. All right, so just got my number. Just give me a call. I got yours. I'll give you a call. Awesome. Right? Nice talking to you.